What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everybody, it's me, Tanner. This is the Monster Legend Podcast. I'm here today with Big Connor Flanton. You're the, you run Bigfoot Anonymous, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, I do a lot of other stuff. You know, I, I'm a musician, I'm an author, I'm an explorer, and I'm awesome. just a student, a student of the game. So where all your creativity come from? Oh, man. Uh, I think just I absorb it from everywhere. You know, I'm a big fan of sports. I'm a big fan of art. And I'm a big fan of my friends and just people around me. I, uh, I'm inspired by everybody. About my friends, and I love bragging to my friends, you know, and just expanding their worlds. Uh, we're all we're all superheroes. We're all icons. We need to stop looking at the television screen for inspiration. We need to look at each other, you know. I'm big yeah, on. That's how so I feel. So you're just you're telling you're just telling me before we start recording that you came went on a tour of the Florida Caverns. What is that? Let's tell me more about that. Yeah, man, it's the only guided tour in the state of caverns. So it's very special and it's been closed for the pandemic. So it was like, it was a bucket list of mine just to get back there. And I was so happy uh, to return today. And we were the last tour of the day. There was only two of us. So it was very personable. And we had an awesome tour guide that told us a lot of backstory. And in a way, he was kind of intimidated by us because we've been there multiple times. So he was probably thinking in his head, like, oh, what what do they know? What do they don't know? Like, uh, there's 
multiple shark teeth that you could find all around. The buddy I went with, he knows of five of them. The guy was given the tour only knows of one. So it was, we were learning from both sides, but it was very cool. And for us to be the only three known things in the cave system, that there was energy in that. And he turned off the lights, uh, all the power down there at one point. And usually it would only be like a 15 second thing. We did it for a few minutes and that is psychedelic. So I am really just coming back to reality just now. I was happy to drive home safe and get a hold of you. And uh, I'm still a little tingly from down there, but it was magical and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. That was my Christmas present to myself. Very cool. I love caves. Yeah, man, the, the hidden things below. There's been shadow figures and troglodytes seen down there and giant snakes. And the people that carved it out were like a race of four feet tall people that went by the gopher gang. So it was sacred ground, man. It was sacred ground. It had my vibrations flowing like crazy. So you, uh, the email form I sent you, you said you you're from Ohio? You yeah, man. Moved down, moved down to Florida? King yeah now i live in now i live in florida but yeah ohio is like the king of the mound builder site man yeah. Ten thousand uh mounds from the mound builders along the state and i'm a proud buckeye but after about 20 something years i had to move down south uh swamps and i lived down in my car for a while at grocery stores marinas nas national parks wherever i could just fit in you know yeah now I uh, live in a trailer right down the street from my mom and uh, right a couple towns across from my sister. So it's nice, nice to come back as a family uh, after a couple years on the road, just wandering and running full speed. Uh, I try to look into the Mount Bellers, like this look up Ohio and there's got some in like South Carolina too, I think. Yeah, pretty much every state has them every country has them man it's the ancient race of man they were here before us oh, wow. yeah like i can't figure like maybe it's like maybe it's vikings but no that doesn't make no sense because they didn't come into like way later yeah th there was definitely giant vikings and vikings definitely came over but america had natives you know yeah. and every tv show you'll watch that have giant bones they'll jump right to oh it's a norseman it can't be a native american but if you read the old ancient not even ancient just newspaper articles that are 100 years old or 50 years old they talk about all the excavations giants oh, yeah. of america has them on his instagram over 800 newspaper articles talking about it and they have they have pottery they have bones they have copper they have herbs they have everything and uh it's the native americans it's the native ones before them uh it's it's the king of the troglodytes you know the mound builders ain't uh abraham lincoln wrote about them but the Smithsonian and modern government wants to wipe them under the the rug but i refuse i refuse man because i have uh let's try to find it i have held a giant's bone in my hand before you know, I don't know if you saw the video a couple months ago when I uploaded it, but my buddy who I actually went to the caves with today, he found a shoulder blade and the first metacarpal thumb bone of a giant, of a mound builder, of a Bigfoot, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. You know, I just call him the ancient man, the real us, our ancestors, our missing link, you know, our bridge to God. I've held it in my hand, petrified bone, and it's 
bigger than my thumb and i'm six foot one six foot two that that creature had to be anywhere from seven foot to 12 feet and that's that's something special to me man that's something special to me so i go full force at this uh this is my church this is my religion this is my reality and can lead people to 800 newspaper articles to pictures of bones to pictures of skeletons of of dead bodies come on you know let's catch up with the times it's 2021 almost yeah time man how old how old do you think, how old do you think they are i think they go back to the ancient the ancient days the beginning of time before christ you know so whatever amount of years you want to put on earth i say they surpassed it because if you check out the dna of bigfoot or these wild men or these ancient ones from the forest yeah. the the female side always comes back human but the male side always comes back unknown so it goes back to the biblical stories of the ancient ones from outside the firmament from space they came to this earth they mated with the the women of this kind and they created titans they created wild ones you know thor loki hercules all the ones we worship these were the ones quasi tall quasi tall how about like the nephilim yep the nephilim the watchers and all these demigods you know every the lines get blurred odin and enki and enlil all these different interpretations from different continents we're all under the same sky you know but we can all just absorb it different ways but i believe there are thousands of continents beyond the ice wall and there's more people than they ever say there's more mermaids than there is population of us and there's more wild people than there are of us so triple the population on earth automatically and then we'll go from there then we go about the beings in the sky and the beings in inner earth you know are they still sipping from the fountain of youth hitler and abraham lincoln are they still alive toasting to to uh the greatness down in, in the middle of earth you know above hell but below us i don't know things get really strange there are dragons nephilim are real god is above the firmament why is the sky blue because there's waters above the heaven waters turns blue man it looks blue to our eyes answers are simple we have the answers we have to stop acting like we don't you know we we can picture things in our dreams we we have to you know i have journals on journals every morning when i wake up i i write down what i dreamt you know and deep in meditation i write down i scribble i draw pictures i try to document this experience most i can and i wish everybody else did but in a way we are you buy facebook twitter instagram people are expressing themselves and history as long as they don't turn the power off we'll be able to look back but i really think it's important to write it in physical form that's why i'm very happy my book got made and put out and you know the fahrenheit 451 firemen in a couple of years could try to burn it down but the truth lives on you know the message spreads and that's what lives forever i'm big pretty, on it pretty awesome what kind of dreams have you been having lately Whew, I've been going back to my old school uh, back in Ohio, and it's very anxious. It, bu it builds so much anxiety, man, because 
uh, it puts me in a reality that I'm not ready for because I moved to Florida just to get away from the BS and just to breathe freely and go to the gas station without seeing face, you know? I was a musician, I was a public, I was a loud, loud spoken person from my hometown and I had death threats, I had people trying to fight me in public places i had people going after my parents and after my sister and then i had the police going after my sister because she was in, in trouble with the law so it's very refreshing to move across the country and just start fresh and be to get to be me so when i go back in my dreams and i can't i can't grasp a time or place oh it's a lot man i've been going to my grandparents house a lot of my dreams and walking down paths that i used to walk down and had had strange and creature strange encounters with creatures uh down those paths and then the dream landscape adds even more elephants and like i know of lions and hyenas and i've had of face-to-face encounters with wild men. I've had to protect my mom and my grandparents and my uncle that passed away earlier this year. He's still alive, haunting with me in my dreams. So in ways it's refreshing, but in ways it's just so much on my shoulders. And when I get put back into school, when I grew up and I'm not ready for a test and I didn't do the homework in my dream and it all collapses on me, it's just way too much, man. And I've had these road trip dreams that kind of reenacts me driving to uh, Los Angeles and back and New Orleans and Mississippi and New Mexico and driving while you're while you're dreaming is just way too much, man. But but I, I see where where the knowledge comes and I recognize the faces that show themselves and all the people that, you know, give a helping hand. I remember it and I talk to them in real life about it. I, I, I try to get, I try to get a better grasp about it. You know, I ask them if I was in their dream and I'm trying to date these things and it, it's heavy. It's heavy, but it's important. And only I can do my work, you know, and I just hope everybody else is doing theirs. Thank you. So what inspired you to write a book? Well, man, I've always been an author. I've always been a writer. Uh, I was a sports journalist uh, through high school and I wrote for the school newspaper and I was the head sports editor. And we were professional MMA writers. We would go to Chicago and cover Stipe and Jessica I and Jason Den, a bunch of local pros. So we'd do some local magazines and then we'd write for the school paper. And we just used the same articles, you know? So we just have first period to ourselves. Well, uh, one article, this my buddy Danny, he mentioned alcohol and he didn't say that we were drinking. He didn't say anything about us. He just said drinks were pouring at a, at a fight. And that was just better uh, drawing the picture for everybody so they could be in a situation while reading it. And I was facing expulsion because they tried painting it like I was pushing underage drinking and not not in any way. I never even drank at that point. I had family members that were alcoholics, so I was really against it at, at the But they tried to expel me and they tried to censor me. So after that, I really had a chip on my shoulder, man. And I've been writing screenplays and plays and poems. And I'm a musician, so I've written over like 700 songs and done live shows and done collabs with, you know, good artists, but I've never had anything that really stuck that I could push. And uh, I've always been documenting and journaling my whole life. So it's been a time that I had to put together my story. And when I moved from Lake Erie down to Florida, 
and I investigated a bunch of stuff in between while I'm living out of my car, I figured I had to tell my story. And uh, since the upcoming year, you know, might be lockdowns and limit of free speech, and free press, I'm trying to go as hard as I can right now before Fahrenheit 451 comes in. So, you know, I put out, I put out Erie Swamps, Road Trip to Eden, and then I wrote Big Brother, Big Foot, then I wrote Mysteries and Monsters Around the Corner, the third book, and that will be out uh, early next year. Then the next one is about haunted camps and campuses called Every Camp Has a Crystal Lake. And then the fifth one that I pretty much finished this morning, I wanted to call it Every Town Has an Elm Street. So it's yeah. like all up of every camp has a crystal lake. Yeah. But there's a song named that. So I don't want to get in any legal problems and I want to be completely original. So the title is We All Grew Up Near in Elm Street. And it talks about stories that are similar to, hey, Freddy Krueger, Jason yeah. Bourne. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. I've driven across Texas in the middle of the night, in the middle of the morning, man. And the floodplains are real. The Texas murder fields are real. And the people are crazy. And they'll target you at a gas station, man. And in New Mexico, we got ran out of Cuervo. People attempted to pop our tires and keep us there. It's kind of weird. They want us out, but they want to pop our tires. Yeah. Come on, man. Pick one, you know? Yeah one pick one man so oh god this book uh coming out in next year was it yeah uh eerie swamps is out now man it's yeah. on uh amazon and i wish i had a uh, physical copy here but i ordered 50 of them and they're going to be here by the new year so i'm really excited i'll definitely send you one and uh, I'll send you a couple so you can, you know, give them to some like-minded people around. But uh, yeah, it's a part of a saga and there's going to be like six books and there's going to be a poetry book and an actual novel about the creation of time, about the main character named Wyatt. I wrote years ago and I've been uh, putting together for, for almost a half a decade now. Um, it's my life's work. So now that everything's coming together, it's going to be an avalanche of stuff, you know, and I've, I love doing these interviews and narrating uh, various encounters and uh, interviewing people on the spot in my store. I'm just full go at this, man. You know, I, I just got back from the caverns and this morning I was hunting for Bigfoot in an open field in woods near an abandoned house. It's we got to take advantage of the Christmas star, man. The the energy is so crazy right now. It's just calling for it. Like go go outside for five minutes. I'm sure you'll feel a crazy holler, chill up your spine. I was just doing a video uh, at a abandoned house the other day, and at the very end of it on my Instagram, there's a huge dog that starts barking. So I got to my house as quick as possible and I put up cat food and it it came all the way up to my freaking uh, my porch and my uh, my deck. And uh, I'm trying to buy, well, I'm hoping I get a trail cam for, for family for Christmas, but I'm going to buy a couple after Christmas too. But yeah, man, every day is a hunt. Every day I'm going at this, man. I'm watching scary movies. I'm reading scary books. I'm working on my book. I'm chopping it up with like-minded people like you. You know, just talking about monsters and mysteries and legends, you know? Do you, do you see any activity on your Bigfoot hunt this morning? 
Um, not much activity, but I did get a couple pictures of some tree arches, and oh. it's very cool. It's very cool. It, 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 you know, I'm 50-50 with it because tree twists and tree arches and tree breaks, you know, they might very well be a, sp a hidden language of the forest. But it also might be a coincidence, but I'm not a big believer of coincidence. So I always try to walk the path and put myself in that realm. And I'm big on vibrations, man. We're all just protons and electrons and neutrons, man. We could be particles, we could be waves. Most of the time we're particles because we're physical, but if we truly become ourselves, man, we could become waves. So when I'm out there in the woods, I just lay back against a, a tree and I feel like sometimes I disappear and I become the tree. I just pray I always come back, man, because sometimes you get lost in that realm and it, it's very nerve wracking. And I'm uh, very big on psychedelics, but I'm also big on safety. And yes. Missing 4-on-1 is very real and alien abductions are happening and things are not as they seem. Fact is stranger than fiction. We can't make up anything, man. Coincidence is the only thing to never exist. So yeah, I I did have some experiences this morning, you know. Um, not not full blast, but when you put yourself in that realm, it's it's impossible not to, man. Once you have a connection with something from the other side, it can it can bring you back at any time, man. It can yeah. bring you back at any time. So just like they say, when you crack your neck with some LSD, when you have an experience with an alien, a UFO, or something from the other side that just changes your vibration, you can snap back in that instant in a second, man. Just like you fall asleep and go in a dream world, in the reality is just the same. It's all just flowing water. And when you're on a kayak, you can't control the ocean. You just better buckle up. Come on, paddle. So uh, what's your favorite type of music? My favorite type of music is definitely uh, hip hop right now, of course. Yeah. Outkast, Andre 3000, Kid. Oh, yeah. Marshall Mathers, Lil Wayne, of course, Mick Jenkins, The Water is Truth, you know, and I've released probably 700, 800 hip hop songs. I'm freestyling all the time, you know, I'll drop one later for sure. But I also love the, the classic rock, like The Doors, Pink Floyd, you know, Leonard Skinner, Rolling Stones, but even modern reggae music like Revolution sticky fingers even wild stuff like dz death rays and violent soho i like all types of music man i play guitar i uh, mess around on the keyboard i played spoons before i love music i if anybody's playing music you're i'm yours man you're mine like i'm i'm with it but hip-hop and uh psychedelic rock and then psych uh psychedelic reggae as well but yeah. anything that could get me Ruben, I'm cool with, bro. Have you watched uh like that one hip hop like history of hip hop? I've, de I've definitely uh seen you know seen parts. I watch a bunch on YouTube. Uh, I it, ring, it rings a bell, but it's it's in the huge cloud above, you know. Yeah. What's your favorite uh alien movie? Ooh. That, that is a great that is a great question um of course it could just go with predator uh yeah. 
because that is a combination of aliens and Bigfoot because there have yeah. been many reports of camouflaging Bigfoot and ways they go uh, invisible and they have superpowers of thermal sight. Then also go into Alien and new movies like Prometheus and then Life Was Good with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal. Attack on Block, an awesome European movie that is funny as heck and has uh, Nick Frost in it and joined by John Boyega from uh, Star Wars. Then you got to go with the Star Wars movies. You know, they have Wookiees. They have Yoda. Look at that. It looks like a, an elf, you know. Jabba the Hutt looks like a tremor. He looks, yeah. looks like a gargoyle to me, man. But, dude, anything. Anything that could get my mind going. Uh, but Jeepers Creepers, anything from Exist, Mars Attacks, Batman vs. Superman, Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. I love it, man. Every Anything and everything that gets my mind going. Akira, Howl's Moving Castle, The Matrix, Ooh. Inception, Interstellar, Tenet, The Fountain. I love it, man. Anything that could get me going and put me into another realm. Troll Hunter is another good one. Oh, yeah. Monstrous, Strange Wilderness, Without a Paddle, Jaws. <laughs> Some people would say Jaws isn't an alien movie. Yeah. Well, have you been to the bottom of the ocean? Well, Jaws has. So he's an alien to us, you know? So any... Anything and everything, man. Anything that gets your mind going that's under the firmament and the dome. But yeah, man, Signs is another good one. So there's about 20 of them. But uh, anybody that is really super interested in, in films that's listening to this, check me out on the app called Letterboxd. It's a social media for movies. And my uh, username is Outcast at last. And Outcast is O-U-T-K-A-S-T like the Atlanta one, but Outcast at last. And I have over 200 movies that I've rated out of five stars. And it's like a diary of movies that uh, that you that you watch and, and review. So uh, definitely check that out, bro. That's cool. Have you seen um, Fire in the Sky? Yeah, man. I uh, watched it actually recently for the first time. So oh, wow. uh, yeah, with this big alien craze that has been coming through 2020, I have uh, jumped on with all as many alien movies that yeah. I have never seen before. And just like uh, Coast Encounters with the Third Kind, how it ends at the Devil Tower, you know? Yeah. It's right there. Some people think that's a petrified tree stump. Mud Fossil University says it's the bottom of a, of a giant's foot. So yeah. a giant's foot is as big as the Devil's devil's tower imagine how big the tree stumps are Whoa. wow what are your thoughts on the recent alien activity 2020 yeah i, I definitely okay i'm 50 50 on it i'm super excited and they're yeah. definitely tracking us and they're yeah. looking at bigfoot and they're revealing themselves and we all have more cameras so we're seeing it more and we have nothing to do so we're looking at the sky more so that's 50 percent of it and then the other 50 percent is project blue beam and that's the government's plan to fake a uh, alien invasion through like a visual representation in the sky it's going to be an anomaly like a 
virtual reality show of an alien attack and then they're going to force the new world order because just like every alien movie when the aliens attack we're always like hey china hey russia hey argentina what's up you know and then hitler's down there in argentina he's like hey i got the plan to save the world and then the nazis are back on the top of the world i don't know man the aliens are fun but the new world order is not too cool. So I'm walking the, the middle path, you know, I've been enjoying this Christmas star in the sky, you know, the energy above. First time in 800 years, these stars or these planets came together. But I don't know if you saw my Instagram from the other night when I was outside under the Christmas star, under the Bethlehem star, I was kind of saying, you know, planets aren't floating rocks. They're in the sky we cannot put our two feet on mars on saturn on jupiter there is no camera on mars the rover is a joke i can picture up every picture with something in australia or overseas that they just replicate the picture planets are deities in the sky they are divine energy sources man they are within inside of us we can see them, but they're inside of us. It doesn't matter what these stupid scientists say. They're lying. They're getting their money, man. Come on. Let's channel the ancient God, the ancient Hebrew concept of the universe. It's Earth, the sun, the moon, the dome above, the planets and the stars are fixed in the dome, in the firmament. The waters above, the heavens above. Our spirit can go out there, man. Not NASA. NASA means to deceive. You know, it's like the Tower of Babel from the Babylonian days. They were trying to build a tower to the heavens. God said, nope. And he flooded the earth, turned them all to stone. And they think they can go to the moon? Yeah, right. Stanley Kubrick from the moon landings. Anybody with half a freaking brain sees that. The president called the guys on the moon with no hesitation. He's like, hey, congratulations. Nowadays, it takes nine seconds to call the imaginary space, space system. So, oh, they had super phones back then, and super rocket ships. And now they say we can't go back to the moon. What a joke, dude. I'm mature. I'm 28 years old, you know, and I still have problems with my laundry. You know, machine joke, but dude, I could see that people in Australia are not upside down. I could call my buddy Patty right now and be like, hey, Patty, what's up? What color is the sky? Blue. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're not on the other side of the earth. One sky up is up, down is down. When someone tries to tell you up is down and down is up, no, 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 no. Because if you look at the code in that, I'm, I'm sure it rhymes with tricks, tricks, tricks. 0.666, devil's fingerprint. No, man, I got no time for it. I'm all fighting for the soul. And every 99% of people are blinded right now, walking around like this. Come on, man. We got to trust our immune system, trust our soul, trust ourselves, trust the way of the sky. I got nothing for these people trying to hold our souls down, man. I got nothing. Yeah. They hit Nirvana. That's what we need to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to reach Nirvana while I'm still breathing. They don't even know what Nirvana is. They don't know what the 
the psychedelic stances or the band. They was they think they think Kurt Cobain was a painter. Kurt Cobain was murdered, by the way, too, by Courtney Love. She was sleeping by with two of the artists. She's still collecting a check. It's absurd. Makes sense. Man, I want to like get out of the fucking cycle. Bro, uh, it's called not rebirth. Let's break that cycle. I, t- I try to rebirth every single day, every single shower, every single fart, every single bite, every single breath. You know, I'm trying to trying to refigure out myself. You know, I'm trying to see where I went wrong and see where I went right, and try to find a balance between. Are you big into like Buddhism and stuff? Yeah, I'm an I'm an open ear into all of it for sure. Very interesting. What's that? You know that um that French uh monk guy? He's like a French Buddhist monk. His name is like uh what's his name? Real? I know him, but I just can't remember him. What's up, man? Uh, Matteo Ricard. I've heard the name. What's his beliefs? He's like he was a like a brain scientist guy. He's like very big into happiness and creating your own happiness. Heck yeah, manifesting your own destiny. I'm yeah. here. Very. Got to think about him. Uh. So, what do you think Bigfoot is? I think he's the ancient man of Earth, man. I think he's the truest human, uh, the truest being of this planet. They are one with Mother Nature. They are one with land. You know, people think they're supernatural, but they're just so natural that it seems super. You know, Uh, they're masters of vibration, masters of camouflage. Plus, they have adaptations to make them nearly invincible. And I think they can live a lot longer than us. And they have much clearer connection in life every single day towards this planet. And they are the bridge of this creation. And they are the answer to all the questions we hold. And I think that's why there's such a big cover up. And it's very dangerous even to talk about it. What do you think uh, allows them for such a long lifespan? Well, there's been men, monks in Asia that have lived up to 256 years, I've heard, you know, so anywhere from 250 years to 500 years to drinking from the fountain of youth and living forever. And energy is never created nor destroyed. So our soul has always existed. So I think if you could channel your inner being and be yourself and maybe find your soul, then you know, you can just float from place to place and you can really keep track of who you are. So I really think they're everlasting, but maybe maybe anywhere from, you know, 100 years old to 500. So uh, in Florida, you have the swamp, you have the skunk ape, right? In Ohio, yeah. you have the grass man. Yep. And here in Tennessee, we have the wild man. Yeah, yeah. They're 
it's very cool different names they have i it's it's really cool all the different interpretations and tribal tribal takes on it you know the skunk ape is a little bit shorter than usual but a little bit more strong yeah. and see they they represent just like they are in the pacific northwest you know and Ohio Grassman, they say he's the biggest of them all. He's anywhere from like 15 or, you know, nine feet to 15 feet. I've seen footage from him looking like a tree. But Tennessee is the main capital for the wild man. You know, yeah. rest Dennis Martin. He was six years old when he got taken near Pigeon Forge. And, you know, they never found him and they still do a hike for him every year and looking for his body. But they'll never find him because he was taken by a wild man and either he was raised by them or killed by them and the green parades came in and wiped out a lot of them and south force 10 he has a good youtube channel talking about all the local stories from uh the tennessee mountains and there's a lot going on up there man a yeah. lot. it's crazy up here 100 percent You got me thinking, my head's like wandering. Yeah, yeah. I encountered the Florida Skunk Ape uh, earlier this year by Bellamy Bridge. Me and my oh. buddy Johnny were uh, hiking, and it's the most famous haunted bridge in the state. And uh, we how go. Was how was this about behavior, the Skunk Ape? Oh, he very, very aggressive. They're very oh. aggressive, very territorial, and uh, not shy most of the time. A lot of people have encounters all the time, actually. I've I've interviewed over 10 people that have encountered skunk apes and stump jumpers uh, from time to time, and I've encountered them from South Florida to Central Florida to the Panhandle of Florida, and they're all over the place. And my, uh, my cat was killed earlier this year at my mom's house, like half a mile away from here in the backyard, and we've had her for like 10, 11 years. So it was like one of the hardest things in my life, and out in the backyard torn apart so we don't know if it was a jaguar an owl a dog man a sasquatch a neighbor you know we really don't know and it's made me question my whole journey and everything that's going on you know and it's it's really sickening and it's been a damper on the year but it really pushes me forward to get some answers you know and there are definitely giants in these woods and strange creatures but yeah by bellamy bridge we uh, got a GoPro recording of a loud whoo, and it shook our chest and stopped us in conversation. And about 45 minutes later, uh, right down the bank, a tree cracked and was pushed over right, right toward us, right by us. And we were done with, I was done after that, man. All I had was a knife. So I, within a few minutes, we were on the trail going back and I was with a military veteran that seen some things and he said that scared him more than anything because when you encounter something that big and that large and that powerful and on something of that playing field your body doesn't know how to react man uh infrasound and echolocating has no match and they can they could shut down your body they could paralyze you they could take over your mind in an instant and we are very lucky that we were not another missing 401 case very lucky. I'm very glad you're okay. Thank God, man. And recently, um, after, you know, my book is called Eerie Swamps Road Trip to Eden. And the final chapter is about the Garden of Eden. 
And 15 minutes from here is the Garden of Eden Trail. It's the most strenuous hike in Florida. Most of Florida is flat, easy, you know? This is valleys, steep cliffs, and dense terrains of desert-like forest and jungle. So it's unlike anything in the world. 27 of the 28 trees in the Bible are at that park. A delta breaks into four rivers, just like the Bible says, right there. And also, gopher wood is what Noah used to build the ark. It's also called Terea. So the only place Terea grows in the whole world is right over there. So it's sacred ground, man. But after my book came out, I've been telling people about it. And this veteran who is very religious, uh, he's an old man, he was very interested in it. And he recently hiked at the Garden of Eden. Well, he didn't plan very well. We always go in the morning. You know, we're very aware of all the stipulations of missing 401 and Bigfoot situations and bad weather. Well, this guy went after church and didn't plan it very well. He got stranded out there in the dark. And then luckily, two, a couple, two people came past him and noticed that he wasn't going to make it back. They called the police. He ended up getting saved by a four-wheeler out there. So reading my book almost led to that man's demise. And uh, that would have been pretty heavy on my conscience, you know, but hey, I told him it was the most strenuous hike. Wish he believed me. Well, with your uh, interviews with people, with their encounters with the skunk ape, do you find it, them to be more so, uh, so, solitary animals or more social? Or like They're definitely social. They're definitely social, man. They come and look for people. Uh, a lot of people have been uh, smoking on the back porch and they come and look for you. My one buddy, uh, Buki, he was walking, 10 mile walk in the middle of the night and it was trailing him. And he ended up having the last stick on fire and uh, shedding the fire toward him. And that was the only thing that could keep a little distance between. So yeah, they are definitely very uh, sociable and curious. But, you know, they're just like humans. Everybody's different. Yeah. But they, I think they know in the Florida swamps that they can get away if they want to. You know, a human can't track them too far. And with pigs and panthers and jaguars and coyotes and bobcat out here and rhesus monkey, crocodiles, they're the king of the forest, man. They got a line between. So they use it all to their advantage. Very cool. So, you're a big sports fan? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Who's your, who's your favorite team? I like the Browns. So that's my foot, my football team, Buccaneers as well. Yeah. Because uh, I lived in Lakeland for a little bit. I like the Jags as well. You know, pretty much Ohio teams and Florida teams. Definitely my squads. Uh, Cleveland Indians, which they are getting rid of their team name, which I think is a joke because it's to honor a Native American player that was in the 1800s that was one of the best baseball players ever. And the least we could do is name our team after him. But they're trying to erase history. You know, your children and my children, they will never even know what Native Americans looked like. They're trying to erase history. They're trying to change things, man. But I'll be always repping the Cleveland Indians till I die. Chief Wahoo. The Cleveland Cavaliers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Columbus Crew, MLS Chips, baby. 
uh, Columbus Destroyers, AFL team. I don't think they're a team anymore because the arena doesn't exist anymore. And Columbus Blue Jackets. But I, uh, I try to grab inspiration from wherever, man. I've traveled from Florida to Los Angeles, Ohio to Florida. Ever try to hit as many places as I can in America. So I try to find joy in every team and every game. But just like Gladiator in the Age of Times, it is just a distraction of the big picture. But I try to find balance in between because it brings joy and it brings things that you can never see. The mystery, conspiracy, and the unknown factor of sports pushes forward every single day. Plus, I'm a, a referee, I'm an umpire, and a coach. So it's in my blood, man. It's in my blood. Cool. What do you coach? You coach baseball and football? or? Yeah, I, I've coached football in the past. Mostly just umpiring now. Yeah. But uh, in the past, I've coached basketball and football and just helped out. But uh, most of it's umpiring, refereeing now, just yeah. because that's where the check comes. And, you know, I don't want to sound shallow, but it's a profession. It's a job. And... You know, I don't have any children right now, so I'm not coaching uh, any kids, you know, to get better, you know. But my neighbor actually just did start playing basketball. So uh, we're starting training for that. And, you know, but I, I make sure I tell them there's a balance with everything. It's not all sports. It's uh, you learn things from sports, but you also got to know there's more out there. And I'm, I'm very thankful that I was raised the right way and to see the balance between everything. What's, have you seen any ever seen any like bad calls in the game or anything? Oh yeah, yeah. I I've made bad calls and I've seen bad calls and I've had people harass me after the games and I've had the league officials talk to me after games. But in the moment, as long as your positioning is there and you're hustling, hey, you're the man for the call. And I've I've refereed Devin Hester one of the greatest football players ever, referee Patrick Creighton, refereed national championships for football, state championships for baseball, pick up kickball games, pick up dodgeball, wrestling at the local bowling alley. But people take it serious, man, and they do, and it is serious, but you could never, never should threaten anybody and never should impose on anybody's will. And I've had people really get in my face and, you know, bring the bring the guns into the situation and just too much sometimes man and this year uh has been a little bit of a break from officiating and honestly it's been easier on my soul man because people go too far but i uh, i like to check them and i'm a good i have thick skin but i look at it when someone attacks me i look at it as a problem with humanity you know i'm like man where did they go wrong I don't like people being mean. Like, I get it. Like, if you like, like made a bad call, I get it. But if you're like, you're right. You're like, it's clear he, he clearly fouled him or something like that. Right. I have to call him out on that. And there's two sides to every single story, you know. And sometimes there's there's gray area that nobody's right, you know. So, so no one's happy. And yeah, man, people people always want their kid to be on top and. And they want to be the best, you know. And sometimes you gotta gotta make the sacrifice to just do what's right. And yeah. some people can't. Speaking, speaking of that, if it was 
turned out like the government or the news came tomorrow and said, okay, Bigfoot's real. We found this population. Do you think we should give them, I think they should have rights as, as yeah. civilians. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I know it sounds silly, but they are humans too. And they're on this earth. They didn't ask to exist. So if we're going to impose on them, then we better give them rights, you know, but they will never, ever make that claim that they exist, you know, and they've been on the news and stuff and yeah. they've found footage of them, but it would shut every church down. It would shut every school down. It would shut all the taxes down. There are more than that, more of them than there are of us and they don't pay taxes. They don't have to pay for energy. They're not held down by laws and, and regulations. Chaos would spread. But if you look at it again, United States military, they announced that aliens were real and UFOs were real earlier this year. Yeah. No one cared, you know? No one, no one cared. Another thing on the news nowadays, because the society is so far in a jar. Yeah. That lid is tight, bro. That you can't even get through to them. Can't even get through to them. Need to break the jar. Yeah. I, I got pictures right here holding giant bones. Isn't that yeah. that to the news, you know? When's my school going to message me about, you know, I wrote I wrote a novel. You know, they should have me talking to all the students. But yeah. speaking too much truth, they won't have that. Very true. Makes you wonder. What else are they hiding? Yeah. Yep, yep. And I'll keep doing I'll I'll keep doing it, man. I'll do graffiti all day. Very cool. I'm gonna teach it. I'll put it on I'll put it on the stop signs. Leading right to it, man. They ain't got they yeah. can't hide forever, man. They can't hide forever. My books are gonna be in every single school and every single library. And there's gonna be pictures of me holding giant bones. So when these teachers say that there's no giants, huh? Well, miss, what about what about the fairies in the woods? What about yeah. the gremlins and gargoyles? What about Jeepers Creepers? Did the did the Titanic hit an iceberg? Or did it get bombed, man? It got bombed. I'll tell you that right now. I tell me about that. Our our history <laughs> Our history is made up. And we need to look to the petroglyphs and the hieroglyphs and to the skies and our dreams for the answers. George Washington wasn't the first president. It's just what fits the agenda. Abraham Lincoln didn't get killed at the Ford's Theater. JFK, why'd they kill him? I know. But do they? Why'd they kill, why did they kill JFK? Her. He was the last man that stood for humanity. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tell everyone about everything that the comp the country company we were bought and sold long ago. We do this charade about elections and the donkey and the jackass and the elephant and the asshole. It's all the same thing, man. Votes are jokes. Votes are jokes. Masks are useless. 
This whole year has been a charade just to push the new world order. This year hasn't been any different other than the news shoving stuff down our throat. You know, I've been going to NFL games. I've been going hiking, fishing, working at a used game store, touching stuff. You know, I might die tomorrow, but I don't see no difference in today other than BS they spray, you know? Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Can't be worried about COVID because you can die, you can get hit by a car anytime. 100%. You know, if it's a 99.99999% chance it's going to be sunny, I'm not going to walk around with an umbrella. Yeah have the energy <laughs> i don't i couldn't so i can't walk around thinking i'm gonna die when it's 99.999 chance that we cool you know and god bless the people that are hurting god bless the people that have died but they would have died anyway because that's god's plan and everything happens for a reason and the flu and cancer and car accidents and lung lungs going bad kidneys failing and brain aneurysms yeah. it happen man we can't stop living because this living getting out connecting that boosts the immune system that boat boosts the soul that boosts the spirit they aren't playing on the news about all the people that are going missing they are going they're talking on the news about all the people that are committing suicide yeah. come on man depression is soaring that will kill more than any virus. Yeah, Dude. suicide and like abuse, child abuse has gone up. Yup. Uh, oh, man, I ain't got no time for that. We need to get out. We need to. We need to spread our wings. We need to stop hiding in a stupid box, dude. Because a cardboard box, when it gets rained on, it ain't worth nothing. Can't hide forever. Yeah. What do you think will happen once this office? What's next step for them? Once they figure out, once they get all this vaccine out to everybody. Yeah. Once the vaccine's out to everybody, they're gonna have a tracker on everybody, and they're gonna just round us up to to Walmart's. And everybody that didn't get the vaccine, they're gonna hunt us down. Or you got, they already got trackers on us. This thing, these things right here. Oh yeah. Track. Oh yeah. We we've already been zapped with it all. You know, I I look at the lights like they're spying on us, man. Like the the camera, of course, is watching us. They got yeah. this all typed out, you know, the closed caption right to their system. Definitely, though, we're all being tracked, man. And it is dangerous. We're being zapped. And there's wind towers around us. We're just we're just mice in the maze, man. And we're better than that. And sadly, most people surrendered their rights. And if the majority surrendered, then the majority rules. But guess what? us we're gonna go down with that fight and it's not gonna be much of a fight because they have sonic weapons and things that could just soak our energy right from us but i will never surrender to evil ever i'd rather die on my feet and live on my knees any freaking day what's there what's there to do about it this new world order it starts with the small actions, man. Be yourself. You know, be respectful. But don't force masks upon people. Don't take the vaccine. Don't vote. 
don't even give the news your time. Don't talk about Biden. Oh yeah. Talk about Trump. Talk about things you like, you know? Be yourself. Shop local. Shop. Go outside. Have Christmas gatherings. Have Thanksgiving gatherings. Do exactly what they're saying not to. Sorry to say it, but if they are imposing your will, smile while you break their rules. Because tyranny is the most evil thing out there and the most commendable thing you can do is fight that. So every day, walk your walk. Be you. Don't ever sell yourself short. Don't ask the news for no answers. Don't ask the newspaper for nothing. Pay with cash. Greet your friends. Shake hands. Wash your hands. You know, still kick your kick the door with your feet. You know, I didn't use the air dryer and I used my foot for the doors before the pandemic. You know, have good hygiene. Yeah. But love one another. Pull that mask the heck off, dude. I can't even see your freaking smile. Get the heck out of here with that dirty diaper on your face, you know? Laugh at people that vote, you know? Make them the weird ones, you know? Quit talking about telling me to wear a mask, man. Talk to me about vitamins, fish oils, moonlight, moonlight, complete silence, complete darkness. Come on, man. No one's trying to boost their immune system. They're taking placebos. Dude, Y'all can stay in second grade. I'm in fifth grade at least, bro. Stay in freaking second grade. Y'all can ask to use the bathroom. I piss where I want. I shit when I want. I got nothing for nobody giving no orders, man. The only thing I'll ever tell anybody is do what makes you feel comfortable. You know? Do what you want. You. You. Picture. Like that. What are your thoughts on the freaking Trump being butthurt about the election? I'm with him. You with him? I'm not a big Trump guy, but Biden stole the election. And if Trump just said, here, have the election, then every single cheater in the existence of cheaters should just be handed exactly what they want. And I don't agree with that because Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, I'm not a fan of either of them, but they were both pretty popular. Joe Biden got more votes than them. Yeah, right. Joe Biden won 14% of the counties. He won the most popular vote of all time. Yeah, right. There's been millions of dead voters for Joe Biden and Trump because, you know, there's both ways. Yeah. For, For Biden, though. Yeah, right. Dude, I live in Florida. I ain't never seen one Biden sign ever. And Joe Biden, I've seen 10 minutes of him touching children uh, inappropriately. I've seen the papers of where he lives right by Jeffrey Epstein. I've seen that he's visited Jeffrey Epstein and had him in the White House. I'm not voting for no freaking pedophile. I'm not endorsing no pedophile. I'm not backing up no freaking monster. 
And anybody that does needs a reality check. So just bang their head on the freaking ground. I'm not supporting Trump either because he's pushing this vaccine and that's a freaking joke too. But I got nothing for nobody that has watched this man harm children and then vote for him. Yeah, I don't care if you don't like Trump. Vote for Joe Jorgensen or freaking Bernie Sanders or Ralph Nader or vote for Kanye West if you don't like Trump, dude. Don't vote for a monster. And yeah, Trump's upset about the votes and all that. I would be too because Biden didn't win. They they have look, just look up Dominion. Look up Sidney Powell Dominion. They found these machines in Germany that taxpayers paid a hundred million dollars for the Democrats to steal the election. So if we should be mad at anybody, we should be mad at them because that's a hundred million dollars of our money just for them to fake this COVID virus so they could do mail-in votes. Because, come on, guys. Sleepy Joe had no chance against business ban Trump. And I got nothing for either of them. I say collapse the system. I say power to the people. Burn Washington, D.C. for all I freaking care. Plan of the apes, bro. Frick all that. But if it's of the two, never, ever Biden ever because with my own two freaking eyes i've seen him do very evil stuff and dude he i like call i was calling out the epstein stuff like since uh 2012 and now people want to jump on the bandit wagon so guess what i've been calling for biden's freaking head since 2012 too so maybe in 2024 they'll be like oh yeah connor you were right no i'm freaking right now i'm right now you know Screw Trump, screw Biden, screw AOC, screw Pelosi, screw them all. I ain't taking no vaccine. I ain't voting. Obama is a trafficker. King Jong-un is the closest one to we, the, the peer we got, you know? Come on, man. Power to Putin. Nah, man. I'm related to JFK, and they killed JFK. They killed my family. So I ain't got nothing for nobody from that system. So I won't vote. I won't take part. I won't, man. Because it's a joke to me. It's a joke. What would you change about the system? I would would collapse it to begin with. And we have to start fresh. And sadly, I don't think that's like possible in this reality because it's impossible to start fresh. We all have baggage and everything. But I wish there was more power to the people. I wish there was not as many homeless people. I wish it was easier for adoption. I wish that pedophiles were killed and sent to an island and fed to lions. I wish these these crooked politicians never even stepped foot in any room that they had any direction or power because all they do is fill their pockets with 1% and then the 99% people fail. And I just give more power to the people and just remember that, dude, just have faith in one another. And there's so much division and walls in between that's sickening. But there are so many bad people on this planet that part of me wants there to be like a purge, you know, or this virus is doing God's work or, you know, the flood is happening again. 
but I wish there was a balance because good people are hurting too. And it's, it's really tough times. We might be near the end of doomsday and apocalypse and Armageddon. Um, so I, I wish we could bond together because two souls that connect is stronger than anything. True. Yeah. I, I really like to have more. feels like boats don't matter. This fucking yeah i hope everybody realized that after this you know like whoever they voted for do they does anybody have an answer who's their, their president right now no they don't so their vote doesn't matter and and they were so quick with forcing that down our throat oh you better vote this year like it made me so mad when people were so upset like against trump and they're like oh you better vote like for what for what? Biden's been in for 40 years. He's never done a thing. That's why it's like, if you don't like Trump, have a plan. Biden's not the plan. That's a cop-out. Just like if one, if people want, want to come with an answer about the, uh, about the virus, if they come to me about a mask, get out of here, dude. I bike. I hike. I take vitamins. So, yeah. the like, that's already up here. Vi- mask is right down here. Like, that's all you can give me down here. Get the fuck out of my face. You know, I'm sorry for my French, but get out of my face. You know, I cannot have another obese person look at me like I'm the problem. Dude, get out of my face. Man, freaking Democrats are freaking crooked. What he did to Bernie Sanders last election, they fucking popped him out. He was doing good. and he- Yeah, they ran, they ran him out. It's sad, you know, and I I like Bernie. I'm not a big fan of socialism, but Bernie fights for the people and he fights for, you know, the green. He fights for the nation. He fights for the things that don't have a voice. And I I can appreciate that. I do feel like people are pulling his strings. It's last election was really scary. And my cousin worked for the Democratic Party and, you know, that thing is more dangerous than most dangerous alien force, you know? So I don't even like saying it out loud. I'm kind of glad we have Hillary running again. Yeah. A vote for Biden is a vote for Hillary and Barack. You know? Yeah. I got nothing for them. And I've seen Barack speak before and he, he has superpowers. Don't get me wrong, but that man is a dark man. Look at his deals. Look at the truth. Scary man. Scariest man. I think they're all. I think they're all playing the same game. They're all playing hey, for. It. They definitely are. And and we're we got enough. We're we're the we're the pawns in their game. So we shouldn't invest too much in their stake. You know. I think they're like the same team. I think they're same team, but I think they're different teams but they're actually same for same agendas definitely definitely yeah what's your favorite so you love big i guess and your favorite cryptid is bigfoot yeah definitely bigfoot and i also grew up a big fan of the lock loch ness monster oh, yeah. because we had our own version in lake erie the lake erie monster south oh, yeah Tennessee. and there's been plenty of sightings and there was even a bounty on her head for a hundred thousand oh, yeah. dollars. The team is named the Lake Erie Monster, so it's always been 
a big part of me and I'm a fisherman. So every time we were fishing on Lake Erie, we were hunting for Bessie. Yeah. So definitely Bessie and Bigfoot. And Bigfoot um, is a broad term for me. It starts with Sasquatch, but it goes into Mothman, Gilman, Creature from the Black Lagoon, even Egyptian gods. Like anything that is ginormous falls under Bigfoot with me. And I'm a big fan of mud fossils too. The giants used to be alive, man. Miles long. Mountains were breathing. Now they're stone because the flood. But yeah, man, the meteors that you say, the meteor craters, I believe that is the flood coming down from the heavens. If you pour water on the mud, it makes a, a crater looking. Where where's the asteroids? Where are the meteors at? If they are if they've created the craters, you know, the heavens are above, the waters are above. Atlantis is real. It's more mermaids than us. Plesiosaurs are still alive. Gyarados and Lapras, the Pokemon, are real, and so is Lugia. Have you heard uh, about this like uh, large like astro uh, asteroid extinction event that happened about twenty thousand years ago, and like wiped out civilization, and had to restart it civilization around fifteen thousand years ago? Yeah, uh, that might be what they said killed the dinosaurs, of course. And uh, I, I'm also a big fan of like Nibiru and Planet X that. Mm black satellite that has been you know rounding us and surrounding us over the years and what what lies on that i don't know man i'm big on the stars being deities and, and energy forces they're not just balls of rock you know they're special they're divine they're the eyes of god and our creator and it's special man eclipses and those other moments of full moons when you get some psychedelic energy and meditate, you can become one with the stars. It is powerful. Are you big into like uh, ancient architecture and structures? Definitely, definitely. The monoliths, the pyramids, you know, Easter Island. And then 10,000 mounds in Ohio. I was just at the Kolomoki Mounds in Georgia. There's pyramids in, in, in America, you know? The Kolomoki Mounds, it's a it's a 100-foot temple. That thing is ginormous. It is a pyramid. There's eight other mounds that surround it. And then over here in uh, Chattahoochee, there's one that sits in the center and then six that sit in a semicircle around it, just like Stonehenge. There are ancient monoliths all around us. Mound builders left answers and clues to discovery. Miles within our home. But people want to, you know, act like Egypt is the only one. No, man. I've been to Niagara Falls. I was this close to going in over a barrel just to prove a point. I might think of doing it again. careful don't get hurt or nothing yeah i it will be the final descent but it will show that ascension is forever you know much about uh gobeki tepe 
I've heard the name. Refresh me. It's a a very like a mountain temple in Turkey. They found. Yeah. Dates back like different layers. Dates back all to like nine thousand BC. So like. Sounds, sounds super dope. I gotta look into it. Like I think the pyramid Giza is like five thousand. The Pyramid Giza is like 2000 BC. So, like six, nearly six to 7,000 years before the pyramids were built. This was already built and has very unique like astronomical like properties to it. Yeah. It's crazy. That sounds dope. Sounds kind of like the Serpent Mound in Ohio. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a giant serpent, like 100 foot long, and it has these special uh, metals in it that under certain visions it glows and to think that the ancient mound builders are like working on that type of plane is incredible man it's incredible they are they're ancient geniuses that one was like carvings in the ground and what's it called i can't remember geoglyphs and stuff like that yeah geoglyphs yeah that's crazy yeah i love it man who are they talking to you know they're they're miles long and hillsides, some of them. So who are they really trying to communicate to in the sky? Amazing. Let's just think of like the, like who's, how would you like even look at it? Just make sure it's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't even know. I, you know, I, I have to like double check a picture, you know, yeah. right on an eight by 10. Imagine two miles long. Yeah, it is crazy. Like spelling out SOS on a beach. Like how do you how do you know? So you got any, any new albums out or anything? Any music? Yeah, uh well October Forever I released I think like two years ago, but really it lives forever, man. I released it right after the hurricane. Uh Hurricane Michael. It was one of the most devastating hurricanes to ever make landfall in America. Hit my town directly and uh, knocked our power out for 26 days. And I ended up uh, charging my laptop two hours at a time from my mom's generator once a day and uh, record this album over a, over a month. And I put it out and I, I love that. And it lives forever. It's 10 songs, 31 minutes, just like October. And uh, so that's the freshest thing. But I've been releasing a lot of uh, guitar videos on my Instagram and pushing that. And uh, I, I still write every day and, you know, spit every day. So, like, picture this. I'm in a dark room with boards over the windows. Last person I talked to was years ago. I'm in limbo. I'm hungry. I'm lonely. Got TV, but no cable. Last person I talked to was years ago. I'm still stable. I'm burning one. I'm watching world burn. I'm making it worse. I'm watching them learn. I wonder why they watching me. It's that get bell bleed for attention and the topic don't matter. You know we did it and when the next president has big shoes to fill in the first black president. We in the record breaking debt, a list full of threats and a population full of broken people under stress. Corrupt government drove us to the end. Some of our worst enemies are hidden in our friends and the politics and the politic defends, the politic defends, the public pretends, but really instead, they track all that you said. They know you're not home, they know you go to bed. I wrote this in my head so it wouldn't get tracked. 
I wrote this on the path while I was running from the back. I wrote this in the head when they shooting at my neck. And that's just a little bit, but that's, that's dope. <laughs> I just it's a message to the ones from behind, the message to the ones that went before me. It's a big F you to the system. And it's just a creative outlet for me just to flow and let go of all this emotion that's bottled up inside of me, you know? I try to meditate, I try to punch the punching bag, I try to hike, I try to give my stories to the world. But still every day I feel it inside of me. So try to run with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, speak your truth. Yes, sir, yes, sir. What's your favorite um hiking spot? Hike or hiking trail? Um, my most recent one is the Garden of Eden Trail because it's a holy walk. But the Bellamy Bridge one is awesome. It's always what comes with it. But back home, man, walking from Blue Hen Falls to Buttermilk Falls through the Cuyahoga Valley National Park, Helltown, with my buddy Jake, that takes me back, bro. So if I ever do that hike again, which I definitely plan to, it will be so emotional for me. I'll probably cry, and it will be like God, God rained down on me. And moving across country has been very heavy on me, but it was exactly what I needed to to have but it showed me where i came from and it made me be proud of who i am and i can't wait to walk the walk and walk all the paths that i used to you know all the stories i wrote about in eerie swamps like white shoes the witch's ball irma's house crybaby bridge returning back to those will be like death like death defying like being born again and living again and being having children and finding love. It, it will be everything. It will be everything, man. Just like I was saying in my dreams, like going back to my grandparents' farm and going back to my old school, it's so much for me, man. And when I go back and walk the hike, the, the trail as a new man, long hair, an author now, somewhat, somewhat accomplished. I didn't do anything but I did something and it's, it's a step in the right direction. And to go back into where I'm from, it'll be, it'll be so much, man. It'll be so much. Where can people find your album? I can, I'll try to find your album and October. Yeah, it's on, it's on SoundCloud, October forever. Um, pretty much if you just Google me, C Flynna, C F L Y N N A. Uh, I got like 70 videos on YouTube, music videos. I have hundreds of songs on rapgenius.com that you can read my lyrics and the, the explanations behind it. So pretty much just Google C. Flynna, but the, the album's called October Forever. It's on SoundCloud. It's not Spotify or any of that junk. I'm really DIY and keep it OG, triple OG. But yeah, man. Uh, C Flynn, C F L Y N N A. There's a tons of songs out there on the internet by me, and they're all very special. Very cool. Was it? Well, how does it feel to you? Like when you finish a song, finish writing a song? It feels great. It yeah. feels. It feels like I've done something. Let me let me show you one that I just wrote recently on my guitar. Cool. Yeah. I recently started playing guitar like once I moved to Florida and that was a big thing for me, man. I grew up with sports and that was the main focus. And I uh, kind of held that against myself that I never taught, never learned an instrument. And that was a big chip on my shoulder. So 
you know, a couple of years ago, I put it to it and I taught myself the basics and I've ran with it and it really fits my DIY punk folk style. And, you know, some people think I suck. Some people are like, wow, that sounds really good. And I love finding the middle ground. I don't really care what people think, but I care what I think. And I love it. And I have a lot of fun. So here's a cool song that I call History Repeats, but that's just me throwing names out. You know, yeah. the song is more than names and titles. There's the nighttime in her eyes and she comes alive. There's moonlight in her blood and she does it real good. The monster in the swamp can smell her common as hell or the op. You better get to running. There's nighttime in her eyes and she comes alive. Fireflies in the sky while well, she dance around the fire. Stars shine bright, but they stay down in desire. The one they chose to tell her no never came back, never told the soul. It's nighttime in her eyes, and she comes alive. It's nighttime in her eyes, and she comes alive. It's nighttime in her eyes, and she comes alive. Down by the river, they called her a sinner. She ran every summer and hid every winter. It's nighttime in her eyes, and she comes alive. Yeah. And I love playing that out there on the path, man. That brings all the witches and monsters and gargoyles and fairies and fae. It really does. And the fae is like everywhere. Like every like state I did, like I heard I read a story about fairies or trolls or nymph like like nymphs people in the woods. Is they're everywhere. under every bridge, man. Under every bridge. I just bought my sister some uh, stuff for a fairy garden, so cool. try to enlighten her this uh, Christmas to try to help her out, you know? Damn. Still, can I still have, like, problems with sinkholes in Florida? Yeah, there's there's a ton of sinkholes uh, nearby here, man. Falling Waters over in Chipley. Uh, it's the deepest, uh, well, it's... It's a sinkhole and it's the tallest waterfall and it goes into a hundred foot tall, a hundred foot deep sinkhole. And, uh, it is crazy. And there's actually a Bigfoot sighting over there recently that a lady was walking her dog and she saw a man with like a hood on and clearly it was like a, a Bigfoot with a pointed head. 
but there are like hundreds of sinkholes in that park and they just go down to the aquifer and middle middle earth like if you threw somebody in there they'd never get out if you threw a dead body in there you, they'd never find them it's it's crazy Or crazy. Yeah, it is, man. The Florida man, you know, search your search your birthday and Florida man on Google, and then you'll get some kind of newspaper article with Florida man. Hey, everybody! I just want to talk to you a little bit about a new CBD online store that came out in 2020. It's called so be it cbd.com they have a really cool local items and products here like uh gummies and tincture oil and like roll on to be spectrum relief sticks and they have a, a hemp flower it's really cool uh yeah like Bean and buds, very chill shot little things and blue koi CBD oils and got conditioners and for bath and body. They have like massage oils and stuff for your pets too. It's pretty great. Right now they're having a 25% sale off on site-wide on everything and if you use the also if you use the code the link down below you'll save eight percent oh you if you use the code monster legend po on checkout on the order coupon code you'll save ten percent so you're saving like three five percent off Use code Monster Legend PO. That's that. So be CBD. And also, it's almost on sale right now. On sale, they have um, cookies, they have pet treats, and honey sticks, and gummies. And like I said, hemp flour and CBD creams and oils. It's so be it cbd.com. They're found on Facebook. They can also find them on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram. I forget. That's Monster Legend PO, all caps, for a checkout. It's so be it cbd.com. Where am I? Yeah. I love that. I love that Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just a myth that I moved down here and I I was living with a punk rock musical and uh living out of my car, really thrown to the wolves, and I became Florida man, man. I I was breaking glass in the kitchen and you know, cooking cooking barefoot with broken broken glass and broken plates down below feet and we're meditating in graveyards and eating oranges right off right off the bush you know oh. our fruit 
I really, I really got thrown into the Florida culture with the uh, punk rock musical. And it was, I couldn't have asked for anything more, man. I always wanted to work at the pub and live above the pub. And uh, I got to, man. I got to live with the band and work with the band. It was sick. What's the craziest thing that happened in your time with them? Oh, wow. Uh, that, you can, that you can talk about. Yeah, that we, that we could talk about. Um, we we had we had so many shows that we just put together like last minute and just made miracles happen. Um, sadly, a couple of members uh, that we were affiliated with passed away during the time. Uh, we had ghost encounters. We got ran out of graveyards, and uh, they they made it a, a thing about race. And then we've had, you know, crackheads and meth heads in our yard that, you know, they were trying to trying to find a score and they were at the wrong place because we had nothing for them. And uh, one girl, she was in with the wrong people and she got stabbed multiple times and uh-huh. come to our house. the Because our house was the punk house that we had five people from our cast there. So we were always working on something from the show. So it was like the safe haven for everybody else to come to. Yeah. And this, this girl got stabbed and her parents never even knew about it. And we had to, uh, one of our cast members sewed her up. Um, and that was crazy. And then another time, like a couple parents were there, like older members from the cast came in stabbed and like, some of us knew what to do and then others were like take her to the hospital go 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 it's like we've already done this before you know and uh it was it was heavy man there was a lot of stuff we we did a lot of alistair crowley meditations and some crazy stuff like the manson family it was it was like a cult it was it took a lot of readjusting uh when i moved out of there to come back to real life do you miss it at all Oh yeah, yeah, um, all the time. But I, I live by myself now, and I have two cats, and live by my parent or my mom, and you know, uh, half and half because I, I miss the chaos and I miss the the brotherhood, brotherhood meaning brothers and sisters. It was yeah. it was a team, it was a family, and just being on the road and doing shows and you know. Be, performing being a part of the arts it was awesome it was it was so amazing and especially in this pandemic you know like oh i i'm so thankful that happened and i'm i'm thankful man i wouldn't be myself without it uh but it was very heavy and a couple uh people you know our situations went the wrong way and sadly sadly we are where we are but all the people know that you know, it was a magical time when we had it. And I was, I'm so thankful and I'm so proud. And my mom got to see one of the shows. So it was like, it was so special, man. And for them to open up their arms and let me to move in because we met through the app called Couchsurfing and I ended up joining the musical and moving in. It was one of the best stories ever happened. And I would not be the Floridian that I am. I wouldn't have the swagger that I do and I wouldn't have had the great book and the great story. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be me without it. It is perfect. What's your cat's names? Uh, Cuddy and Kodak are my two black cats here. And then I had uh, Simba and Baby, but Baby was the one that got, got killed earlier this year. And Simba, 
um, is having a hard time readjusting, you know, without her best friend. And then we think she was kidnapped earlier this year. She was missing for like three or four days. And I confronted the neighbors who are like druggies. My mom's neighbors are druggies. And, uh, and we think that one of them stole her, maybe thinking she was a feral cat, but, um, they stole my cat, man. It caused my mom and me so much pain, but we got her back and I, I never had so much joy. Uh, and then we found a, a little baby kitten under my trailer here and we rescued her and then took her to my mom's house and she looks just like baby. So, you know, rest in peace, baby. She'll forever be with me and above waiting for me at the heaven's gates, you know, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. You know, God created heaven, like his handiwork. He, it's a real place. It's not a metaphor. So as much as it hurts me, and it will forever hurt me. I know that she's up there. And as long as I make it to heaven, that she's waiting for me. So, you know, she'll keep she'll keep the spot warm. But she never deserved to be killed and ripped apart. And, you know, I blame the pandemic for that because animals were going into new areas uh, after the pandemic, after everything changed. There was a big shock to nature and the world. Everything changed, man. And my cat and my uncle and many of my friends' families paid the price, and it's just not fair. It's not fair. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Man. I'm sad. Oof. It definitely is, man. It's 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 so sad, but you know, heaven is real, spirit is real, energy's never created nor destroyed. Her shell is is gone but she's she still exists and you know she knows more than i do because i'm still here she's got the answers if uh like airy monster or bigfoot are able to speak english you can communicate with them yeah definitely i think they could communicate through vibrations and vibes and and I definitely think I have communicated with them, even if it's just a warning to say stay away. I think they have hit me on vibrations that um, that I might not have even been ready for. But definitely, man. And they native the the Sasquatch they speak native Native American. There's more than you know ten different Native American languages, and it's pretty much a morph between all of them. And uh, they speak samurai chatter, but they 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 have they have language, and they could speak through through mind speak as well. So it goes it goes to higher vibrations than we could ever comprehend with our minds. But I think our spirit can can communicate with it. Um, what would you want to ask them? You can talk to them. I, I would ask them what the afterlife is how my loved ones are doing is heaven real what do they think of me what do they know of the creator what should i worry about are there any missing people out there that we could still help where is dennis martin who killed colin finnerty why'd they kill jfk where's hitler where's abraham lincoln you know it's illegal to communicate with dolphins because they have all those answers and whenever I'm deep sea fishing, I, I lay my head right on that front of that boat when we're running, and I just ride. I'm like four feet away from the dolphins trying to get those answers. And I think the vibrations are 
more than I can absorb, but it's special, man. It's special. I don't know what they think about us. I wonder if we're like a nuisance to them. Uh, we definitely like, are. I think I think the Sasquatch and the werewolf and the ghost are waiting uh, for their time to reclaim this earth. Humans are a plague. I don't believe we're as detrimental to the earth as we say, but to their well-being, to the ancient ones, we are. And uh, we're definitely interrupting their reign on this earth. And there are many theories of the Sasquatch digging under earth and the pillars and the four corners of this world for 13,000 years and labyrinths and caverns and worlds below our feet. And they're just waiting for the surface to dry out and Armageddon to happen so they can reclaim what is rightfully theirs. So I think, I think we are intruding them and we're killing them. And now the government is hunting them down and it's a genocide, you know, People want to be upset about the Holocaust and slavery. Wait until you learn about what we did to the real ancient people of this earth. There are more of them than there are of us, and we've killed so many of them. That was the whole point of us invading Iraq and them coming to America. It's it's bigger than anybody could ever figure out, man. Oh. wonder yeah i just wonder like like they could it's like if they went to court like we were like we were here first this is like our land and like well no we've got all this like all the system set up already we can't wait to move out where we're supposed to go and feel oh god that'd be a big the problems there's a reason why we, you know, erased most of our history in this country. No one talks about the pyramids in the Grand Canyon. Nobody wants to talk about the 10,000 burial mounds in America or in Ohio. More, way more than 100,000 burial mounds in, in America. History surrounds us, man. There's pyramids in the Everglades. There's, gi- there's giants in our rivers. There's monsters in our forests. Yeah. But everybody wants to act like everything's normal. I don't have much time for it anymore. My patience is wearing thin. Very. The commonality of having giant like monsters in every state of the lake is like makes you wonder. Yeah. Ogopoco, Champ, Nessie, Bassie. Uh. The yeah. Fort Worth monster. Yeah. Yeah, man. They're everywhere. And then the Pensacola serpent. In the 1800s, a whole crew of people saw eight 30 feet long feet fish leaving the Mississippi mouth into the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Come on. Some people want to say they're oar fish. Most people know they're plesiosaurs. Atlantis is real. Talking about the one that Homer talked about from the same one, the same mentions from Greece. I'm not sure. Or, I can't remember what it is. 
from Plato's works. Plato talked about it. I'm, I'm sure it's an it's an adaptation of it. You know, Leviathan probably. Oh, I'll have to look, I'll have to look into it. Because yeah, I was talking about a, it's a local local legend of the Pensacola serpent, but I'm I'm sure it's based on the ancient serpents of you know good times. Oh, I'm talking about like Atlantis. Oh, 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 yeah, Atlantis, yeah, for sure. Mud Mud Fossil University has found the Eye of Atlantis deep in the desert. There, there are thousands of colonies like Atlantis in this earth. You just gotta follow the ley lines, the pressure points of this planet. It'll lead you to the ancient civilizations. Do you think the ley lines are naturally occurring in the earth or were they made? Huh, that's a good question. Huh. Um, they're <laughs> they're made by this creator, so they're natural to this earth. That's a great question. I don't know, man. They're aliens or gods might have like might power have lines. Like how we put up power lines and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or like carved into the stone. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I that's a good conundrum. I don't know. I think the creator or advanced creations created them so no matter what they're higher than us but i don't know if they were just natural to this earth or, or carved out that's a good question man you you stumped the schwab thank you of course, we have, of course i wonder if like it doesn't work because we have a spinning like magnetic nickel field and oh i flip it to it yeah i think we're 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 stationary so yeah work on that face it around that <laughs> there's no curvature anywhere you can you can see across lake michigan 54 miles where it would be thousands of feet under curvature but you can see the skyline of chicago perfectly and i've walked across lake lake erie it would be hundreds of feet of curvature we've been 21 miles out deep sea fishing it would be thousands of feet of curvature there is no curvature you know, we're not moving. We're, we would feel it if we were moving. When we spin on a chair, you know, you feel it. We, I don't feel it right now. Mm -hmm. the, the gravity is still a theory. I'm big on that. Huh. Well, I fall, I drop things all the time. <laughs> yeah. What goes up must come down. Yeah. Up is up, down is down. Yeah. You drop something and someone else drops something at the same time in Australia, they both fall to the ground. Yeah. I don't think they like fall together. You know? I don't think anybody's ever been on the moon. Stanley Kubrick already admitted to filming the moon landing. We would have already went back to a hundred million times since if if we did. Oh speaking of Stanley Kubrick. Have you watched uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey? Yeah. A trippy movie, movie man. The Monolith. Yeah. Well, what do you think about those? Those coming out, like, what, last month? Yeah, it's crazy. It's, crazy. I, uh, it's, it's very interesting. It's fun. It might just be a distraction of, like, something bigger, you know? But, dude, do LSD and watch 2001 Space Odyssey, and you'll watch those ape men touching that monolith and you'll know you'll know man you'll have the answers that you need 
then watch Enter the Void on that same trip, and you will go on a ride. Man, the end of 2001 is like nuts. This is so crazy, dude. That movie plays so many games with your mind. I was interested. I don't even, I even watch it again. It's so good. I don't know. Oh my god. Like you don't even know what it is, you know, it's so crazy. But like right there, that's the moon footage, you know. Kubrick was doing far beyond that, way before that. Yeah. Oh if a alien wants to talk to you, what would you say to them? Uh extraterrestrial. I would try to uh be peaceful and try to just get some answers and try to see how I could raise my vibration and see where I could go with this lifetime and try to see where they need help and what I can do for them in a peaceful way. You know, I, we both need two sides of the Oreo to get the cream. Yeah. Hope they're peaceful. Hopefully we're able to have some kind of communication with them. I hope so too, man. I uh, CE5 meditation, Mr. Greer, you know, he leads you on meditation. You can you can channel them and you can bring them to back. And I go into flashbacks and alien encounters and wild things, man. You should look at it, look into it. CE5 meditations. But the Pascagoula River aliens, I just visited Pascagoula like two months ago in Mississippi and two men were uh, abducted in the seventies from the river and more than a hundred people also witnessed the spaceship in the sky. So it was a very sacred grounds when we went there and I had my own strange encounter that something hit me in my stomach through force and made me uh, go to the restroom in my pants and had an accident. And I, while I was changing my pants, in the middle of the woods, uh, something charged me in the woods and separated me from and it, it was crazy, man. And you get hit sometimes when you least expect it. And it was wild. And it was a couple of days after I went to the Honey Island Swamp and saw a floating carcass of something that I couldn't identify. It was just magical times and a strange week. It really was. Floating. Is that a floating carcass? Yeah, it was in the water. Um, oh, it was like in the air. Floated and floating. And uh, I got a picture of it. It's on my Instagram. But it's like seven to eight feet long. And it was tan. And it was bloated. And you could see the veins. And it was really disgusting. And it smelled really bad. And nobody on our boat wanted to go near it except for me. And I was like hanging over the edge trying to get a better look. And kids were crying and everything. And if it was a... Uh, if it was a deer, then the gators would have ate it. If it was a gator, then it would be green, and the gators would have ate it. So I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a Rougarou or the Honey Island Swamp Monster or a space-testing mutant. I don't know. Or a victim of the Honey Island Swamp Monster, and it had the saliva of the creature, so it didn't get touched. I really don't know. The mysteries and the, the questions just go on for forever man and it's it's just it's just wild you know trying to find it on your Instagram try try to send it to you if I uh, 
find it faster. Yeah, it's like in the water and it's a brown flooded creature. But yeah, it was the Honey Island Monster in the movie Hatchet uh, yeah. takes place there. And uh, Victor Crawley is like a giant mutant man that um, was killed in the Honey Island Swamp and he kills everybody that goes into there. Um, so it, it was awesome to go into the sacred grounds and, you know, see see the Hollywood locations and just so much voodoo and strange Cajun legends in that area. So it was it was a bucket list of mine and I went uh when I visiting a friend uh from Belux or in Biloxi and it was just so it was just so sick, man. So sick. That's cool. Like you're hitting my leaf drawing. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm a big Pokemon guy. Uh, I've been playing Pokemon Go recently, and it's funny. Uh, I've added a few people that you know do paranormal podcasts, and it's like we uh, send gifts on there and we we bond on there. But yeah, if anybody uh, wants to add me, two seven two seven seven two eight four double zero two eight. Add me on Pokemon Go. Trade some trade some gifts with me, man. It's it's exploring in a whole different realm. And everybody go do Randonautica and geocaching and just get out there, everybody. Do what what you want. Explore. Check out the strange things that this land has to offer, dudes. Very cool. And ladies. Ladies. And non-binary people. Wait. Yeah, and everybody, animals, Eskimos, clouds, grasshoppers, whoever's listening. Like, I don't care who you are. We're under one sky. And as long as you got a soul, that's all I look as you as. Dude, we're just shells. It's just names, you know? I'm sorry. How'd, how'd you come up with uh, the name Bigfoot Anonymous? Oh, man, it's a mixture of things. You know, anonymous, like V for Vendetta against yeah. the system. You know, remember, remember the 5th of November. And it's just a, a combination of that and then having anonymous stories because on SoundCloud, I have hours of narrating Bigfoot encounters. I actually posted on my uh, Instagram today a 10-minute long video of my SoundCloud clips of just Bigfoot encounters from that I've gathered and collected from the internet over the years. But yeah, it's a combination of just Bigfoot anonymous and keeping it anonymous and the story is the only thing and i don't even like telling my name half the time people ask me what my name at work is and i think it's an invasion of privacy you know it's like even releasing my books like i didn't even want to put it on my name because this stuff is heavy stuff people get killed for talking about bigfoot like and that's not cool like i'm just trying to spread the love spread the word raise some awareness and i don't think i deserve to die i don't think anybody deserves to die Unless you've committed a crime that's, yeah. you know, value, like, that's worth getting killed for. But, man, it's, it's a heavy game. And I wanted it to stay anonymous, but I had to be me. So yeah. it's a tough it's a tough walk to, to walk, you know. But Connor Flynn, Bigfoot Anonymous, Erie Swamps, Road Trip to Eden. I'm just, I'm just made in the creator's image, man. I'm just like everybody else. Yeah, you can find your books on Amazon for like a dollar, right? A Kindle. 
a dollar. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was six ninety nine, but oh, maybe someone someone cracked some code. Uh. Yeah, it was on Kindle for six ninety nine, and the paperback was like eleven ninety nine or something. But I don't yeah, care. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. If someone finds it for a dollar, then buy it for a dollar because it's cool. Get it out there, you know. You're right. It's yeah. it's like twelve bucks for a paperback and eight bucks for a Kindle. It's, very, it's like eight, it's like eight pages. Very quick read. Very it's written very well. is every chapter is its own story so it's like you know just stop wherever you want and you have what you got but it's a journey that is cohesive too so it's so cool man it's my life's work and i'm very proud of it but it's just the tip of the spear of the iceberg man the the biggest part was getting it published now I got it published, so guess what? It's work, 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 work. I finished two chapters to my new one this morning, man. I'm so I was so ready. Like, oh man. Like RL Stein, I'm trying to catch up to him, bro. He hundreds of books. I I got five. I'm I'm on my way. I'm on my way. It's really cool. And I'm into cinema too. I've been in short films, I've been in movies, feature lengths. I've uh I'm really a big big creator man i write poems i, I draw drawing i create wherever i can bro what the fuck is that thing <laughs> what is it the posties the posties that you sent me oh that's the carcass yeah yeah i'm not sure i thought it was a deer the captain said it was a gator i think it's a ruger looks like a fur some kind could be a right and there's hogs, there's deer, antelope. Is there beaver? Know, man. Is there beaver in Florida? Yeah, there's definitely beaver. And I, I got a video of a beaver too uh, on one of mine that was in a street. And that and the beaver that I got in the street is huge. And it's nowhere near as big as that freaking carcass. Because that carcass was like seven to nine feet long. That was one of the biggest yeah. I've seen in my life. And, and the captain refused to go near because people were crying. It was that bad smelling. Yeah, I got. I, I can look. Pumped. I can look at it. I'm looking at it. Like, yeah, that thing fucking stunk so bad. Yeah, yeah, it was bloated. It was dang near ready to burst. It was crazy. Oh, I, in my Bigfoot book that is available now. It's available now on Amazon, but it's officially available on the 27th, I think, through Kindle. But if you get yeah. the if you get the paperback version, um, you get you can get it early. But I got a couple pictures. Uh, that I've been, I, I go hiking and I bring GoPro and video camera and everything and I record and I, you know, some nights I just stay up late at night and, you know, smoke and go, go deep into these pictures and I like zoom in and I try to look for like Bigfoot in the background. And I found a couple that were like strange anomalies and like, I'm going to try and get it so it's not too bright. Yeah. But oh, yeah. You can see an eye, a black thing with an eye looking, and that was took it taken in the same in the same location as that carcass. Whoa! And, uh, it's just crazy. Like some people say, it would just say it's just a leaf, but I see a black thing with an one eye looking. And it's like it's just clear as day, and 
<laughs> it's clear as day, man. I'm so sick of people. Like, there's no evidence. There's piles of evidence. I got books. I got books of evidence, man. Books. This one, the Mayaka Skunk Ape. Come on. Clear as day. Yeah. There. That was sent to the police, you know? Like, you can see the patty. That's the patty cast right right yeah. there, you know? Right there. 14 inches. You can see it. Like, I've held the bones in my hand. I've been freaked out in the woods. There's thousands of stories amongst Americans, amongst Australians. Listen to Yowie Hunters on YouTube. Swamp Dweller. Dixie Cryptid. Cryptids Canada, How to Hunt, David Polites, Can-Am Missing Project. There's new stories every single day. For someone to say there's no proof, that's why I wrote a book. So I could just take it and physically hit them with the proof because I'm so sick of them saying there's no proof. Just in my, my books right there, there's faces of Sasquatch, there's footprints of Sasquatch, there's bones, there's tree brands, and that will still not be enough for most people. And that's fine with me. But I can only play my part, bro. I can only play my part. I think they need a body. I think they need a body. Yeah, they have they have hundreds of bodies. They recovered more than 60 bodies after the eruption of Mount St. Helens. Ooh. You know? They they killed five bodies during the Patterson and Gimlet footage. Like the Minnesota Iceman was on tour. The Humboldt Museum had two skulls. Like, Smithsonian had thousands of skeletons. They have bodies, you know? Uh, they have everything. They have hundreds of DNA specimens. They have the scat. They have the blood. They have everything. They have, they have, bo they have bodies. They have infants. They have the teeth. They have the bones. They probably have even the, the serum of the soul in a jar. You know, they have it all. They're not going to tell us anything. If you watch the news, it's, it's Jersey Shore. It's real world. It's a joke. It's reality TV. Yeah, I don't even, I haven't watched news in like years. Like Yeah, years. me neither. Sadly, we, we hear from people that talk about the news all the time, though. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's, uh, that stuff happens in, you hear about this on the news? Like, what? Yeah. I no? definitely didn't. Yeah. Like, if you don't watch the news, you don't even know there's a freaking pandemic going on. I know. Yeah. If I didn't, if I didn't see all the people with the masks on, oh, I no. wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I, I've i been out of the country this year. I've been to football games. I'm still smoking with my friends. Dude, if the virus kills me, it kills me. But I cannot be scared because being scared will kill me way quicker than anything else. Need out in the sun. Need people to get out more. Get that sunlight in you. Definitely sunlight, moonlight, complete darkness, complete silence, alone time, time with loved ones, balance, man. Yeah. Cats purring on your chest. Cats purring in the other room. You know. Eat vegan. Fast. Drink water. Don't drink soda. Never drink dairy, milk. You know. Quit sucking on animals private parts we're the only other we're the only species that does that so drink almond milk 
Yeah. I like cashew milk. It's pretty good. Heck yeah. No, anything nut milk. Heck yeah, man. Pecan milk, too. Any nut milk. So rich and creamy. It's delicious. Heck yeah. That's what milk's supposed to taste like. You know? Not some weird formula. I don't know. Uh, it's like, I don't know what happened, but like, I was on tan or something, and milk started tasting different. It's a, it's a, I don't know what. It's tasting funny. Like, this has like, it's bleach or something in it. I, I yeah, I stopped drinking the 2% and stopped doing the microwave many years ago. And in ways, my vibration is raised, but in ways, I'm still waiting for the whole world to catch up to, you know? What's your favorite thing to cook on? Hmm. I love I love cooking fish. Do when yeah. we fish, um fish. golf, red snapper. So oh, okay. catching red snapper, just right right on right on the stove. Um grill, you know. How I good love- is that? Like fresh fish, right? Just yep. caught. How good is that? Yep. It's so freaking good. And it's it's expensive if you get it from the market, but if you catch it yourself, dude, voila. I would have like put that on a grill, put some, like pop some pepper and lemon on that. Sprinkle some Danos. Yeah. Dude, Danos is it has like lemon and pepper in it. Yeah, dude, it's whoo-hoo. paradise. And like fish fry, like 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 fried fish and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Cook offs, dude. Chicken wings. I would love to be vegan. Um, it will take a big step. You know, it's a lifestyle change. I want to get there, but I uh, I also enjoy uh, good, well cooked food too. And you know, fish fries and rib burn offs and chili cook offs. And I love I love extravaganzas. You know. My mom makes freaking great chili. It's like nice. Well, if I ever next time I can drive up to Ohio, Tennessee's a halfway point, so I'll yeah. stop by for some chili for sure. Yeah, Tennessee is like you can reach anywhere from Tennessee because like like eight different states around Tennessee. Yeah, I I've been up to Chattanooga and uh, Lookout Mountain, and you can see oh, yeah. states from up top of there, and that's dope. What what part of uh, Tennessee do you live in? Uh, Crossville, Tennessee, like Cumberland County. Nice. Where's what major city is that near? Uh, kind of in the middle. So, like two hours from Nashville, two hours from Knoxville. We're kind of like we're in the middle of the nice. state. I'm supposed to go to Nashville uh, with my aunt in uh, February. So maybe if you want to meet us out there for lunch or something, or some kind of crazy hike, we can. Uh, we'll go an hour towards you, so we can meet halfway. You know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I like to if I'm like not working or anything. Like if I guess. Uh, so I don't want to be. That's, I don't know what I'll be doing too, in February. Hopefully, it's working or yeah. Hopefully we're still. Hopefully we're still kicking in alive. That's yeah. all we can hope yeah. for. Hopefully I got four or five books out by then, and I'll be yeah. just a little dance while I'm on a hike. You like oh, do you like uh, you mentioned R.L. Stein? Are you a big fan of him? Yeah, definitely. I love Goosebumps, and I love anybody that can tell a story. I love that story. I love Goosebumps. Yeah. I, I read like, all the books. Werewolf of Fever Swamp, The Haunted uh, Mask, yeah. The... Uh, Monster Blood. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, uh, the ter- 
Terra uh, Terra Tower or whatever. Uh, Nightmare of Living uh, Nine Eleven Dummy. So yep. One two three. Yeah, though those were both uh, very scary. That that dummy's face is forever engraved in my head, and like the the dad in the basement when he was like uh, doing those plants, you know, yeah. like don't go in the basement or whatever it was called. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of cool episodes. Plus, plus like the Yeti and the Abominable Snowman, you know, and werewolves. Like, dude, it's it's right up our alley, you know. Yeah. Then they got the first uh, movie was dope as heck. Yeah. I I tried watching the second one, but I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, it wasn't as good. It wasn't as good for sure. I like the I like the show better actually. Yeah, yeah. I I still watch them from time to time, dude. The uh, Oh, what's what? Um, I'm trying to think. Scarecrow, the Scarecrow yeah. episode. That one messed with me so much. I watched it like a couple of weeks ago. It's just like, oh, it's heavy, man. It's heavy. Do you read uh, the, the other series he did? It was like, I, uh, I forget what it's called. Off the top of my head. I, remember, I don't think I have. I remember hearing about it, um, but I don't think I've read much into it. Uh, Fear Street, yeah, Fear Street. Fear Street, I have heard that. I, I haven't, uh, I haven't watched it. Look, my cousin just uh, Snapchatted me that she got my book. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. Funny that these people have copies of books before I do. Like, so stupid. I'm getting, I'm getting fifty though, so I guess my my batch has to. Uh, it takes a while, but it's gonna be awesome because I'm gonna give give a com- couple out for free to my people. And then at, at the game store, I'm going to sell them because all day long, I'm always talking about crazy stuff. So now I'll actually have like a project to sell, you know, and it's cool. It's cool. And a lot of people have already been interested and, uh, you know, had a good time with it. So very cool. It almost killed that one guy, though. So be safe. Read with caution. All these case bump covers, the art and so freaking cool. Yeah. I had I had R.L. Stein right here. Uh, um, where I, oh I I threw it somewhere around here, but it's uh the Beast. Yeah, yeah the Beast. R.L. Stein the Beast, and it's about uh King. You see it? Yeah. Yeah, King, that's dope. Um, near Cincinnati, Ohio, the Beast and Son of Beast are famous wooden roller coasters. The Son of Beast was the highest, tallest, fastest. And um, the only wooden roller coaster with a loop. And it was known for being very intense. And me and my sister and my parents rode it and got stranded on it multiple times. And like 21 people got injured and then they ended up closing it down. But there's actually woods in Kings Island that they say a real monster lurks. So it's very cool. But yeah, R.L. Stein wrote about a place that I grew up going to and in my uh, fourth book, every camp has a uh, Crystal Lake. I return to Kings Island, so Ralph Stein meets Connor Flynn. You know, so it's it's really cool, man. And I love where stories intertwine. I love like the Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon. You know, like how many like how many connections it takes to touch Kevin Bacon. You know, like he could connect to everybody in Hollywood within seven moves. And like I'm in a movie with Tom Nowicki. That's in a movie with John Goodman, and John Goodman's in a movie with Kevin Bacon. So I'm only a couple moves away. 
So uh, it's fun, you know? So you're only another move away because you're connected to me, you know? Yeah. So, unless you already are connected to Kevin Bacon quicker than that. But who knows, you know? We're all connected under the same sky. Hollow Man is crazy. I love everyone. Oh, ever seen the Hollow Man? Oh, yeah. 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 Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And part two uh, was another crazy one, too. And Invisible Man was a wild one that came out, uh, you know, this year. How was it? Um, It was pretty good. It, it was like. It made it like technology wise, like oh, it was so tech. Like the guy was a tech genius that he was able to be become invisible, and then he like harassed his wife that left him. Um, but it was it was actually awesome, but um, not the same concept as Hollow Man though. But all pushes the mind forward and you know changes concept of reality, so I can appreciate it. Yeah, like I like uh, movies about scientists and they like some fucked up and they're like oh i messed up and like the fly or frankenstein yeah yeah freaking cronenberg man he uh he was the king of uh where seeing where things went you know experiments going wrong the fly yeah. do with gold blue just transforming into a monster man it was it was far out I like David Lynch too. He's a freaky director. Yeah, I love all. What's the comeback movies? I know. Where's Kubrick? You know, we need Kubrick. What is he doing? Sorry, doing something. They killed him. Yeah, he's dead. After, after he released uh, the one with uh, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, Eyes Wide Shut. Oh. Because he, oh. he exposed the Illuminati, so he died right after that movie. Those bitches. Yeah, you know, he filmed the moon landing, so he knew he knew what he was in for. Here's a pamphlet to the Honey Island Swamp, too. Oh, that's dope. I love if that. If anybody goes to New Orleans to go to Honey Island Swamp, it's a very cheap tour, two hours long. You get to see thousands of alligators, big razorback hogs. And you get a chance to see some Rougarou and Honey Island Swamp Monster. You get to see where the famous footage was taken and where Victor Crawley, you know, hides his body. So mm -hmm. it's, it's magical. Man. So where can people find you at? People can find me at uh, Bigfoot Anonymous on Instagram, uh, Bigfoot Anon Twitter, Bigfoot Anonymous on Parlor, Bigfoot Anonymous on SoundCloud. Bigfoot Anonymous on YouTube. And if you search Eerie Swamps, Bigfoot Anonymous, you get a playlist of like 200 videos of me deep sea fishing, waterfall chasing, telling scary stories, and doing a bunch of crazy stuff in between. Um, you can email me at panhandlepecans at gmail.com if you have any haunted stories and you want them to be in my next book uh, in the Letters from Family and Friends chapter. Um, pretty much you can find me on the ley lines, bro. You know, on the path to the truth. Find me where you found me, you know, yeah. on weird channels of paranormal and Bigfoot and the homie paraterrestrial, you know, yeah, catch me, catch me on induced fear, sparks of the paranormal, our different take, 
rare and uh rare and unusual bigfoot society you know i've i've done a lot of podcasts science meets bigfoot with uh tyler kennedy dude I, i've i've done a bunch man i've had a lot of fun uh these past few months and i've i'm just getting my word out but yeah you can read my book on amazon eerie swamps road trip to eden you can go get biblical with me man it, it's crazy yeah it's it's just it's been a long journey and you know i'm far from far from throwing it in the towel so check me out definitely chokes and tokes bluff creek podcast i'm on the uh the round table next month coming out hangar 18 radio talking about ufos <sighs> case files uh dixie cryptid swamp dweller uh cryptus canada they've all narrated my stories so pretty much uh just put your neck out there and you'll find me squatch mm-hmm. homie peyton doing the things for the college you know just look for bigfoot and you'll find me Follow phones, follow the path. You find this crazy guy on on the path as well. Thank you, man. You're a cool person, and you're really thanks, bro. As you, so are you. You allowed me to be myself, and I couldn't ask for anything more. That's all I want. want You be yourself. I, I, I am. I'm walking my walk. I'm following my path because all my all my needs will be met in abundance. And I, uh, I definitely love chopping it up with you, bro. And I will be back uh, whenever you whenever you want me to come back, bro. And if you ever have any group things, you know, me, me you, paraterrestrial, and some other that. other mothers can uh, chop it up. You know, this is very easy. Zoom makes it makes us connect. You know, hopefully the movie host doesn't come true and we get interrupted and the things start going all crazy and monsters come. Yeah. But hey, man, we'll take that. We'll take that as it comes. You know. We should talk to Paratrash about that. The group thing. We will. We will. I'm I'm definitely down. Oh, oh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh thank you thank you, Connor, for coming on the show. Thanks, bro. I uh I had a great time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for letting me be me and being goofy and no problem. Wow, dude. It was a good time. Um I'm still coming back from the caverns from being in pitch blackness, so Thank you for being patient. I know I was a little uh, late coming to it. Um, and with Central Time and Pacific Time and Eastern Time Zone, it's all it's all goofy, bro. You know, and yeah. uh, it's it's very nice being under the same sky. You know, so I appreciate it, brother. And uh, send me your address whenever you get a chance, and I'll okay. uh, I'll send you my book uh, whenever we get a chance. Feel you know, feel free to buy copies too, but I'll send you a a copy from me too, so you can. Keep it for yourself. Give it to your parents. Give it, give it away as a giveaway on your show. You know, whatever, whatever is whatever. And I'll send you a, a postcard that I uh, I bought a bunch from the Honey Island Swamp. So, cool. you know, for but fans and paranormal fans, you know, it's like ground zero. So it'd be cool for you to have, bro. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, brother. Hey, you want a shirt? I'll probably get you a shirt. If you want a shirt? Heck yeah, dude! I will rock it. I uh, I try to rep as many as I can uh, out of here. I just bought this from uh, Jacksonville last week from a, a little small stand, a table. But yeah, man, I know Sasquatch and Strangeology. They're both repping. Uh, I I bought their shirts. I would gladly rep your shirt, bro, or anything, man. I I love repping and uh, spreading the word. You know, the dog pound 
is about dog man and the buccaneers are about pirates and caesar right there you know planet of the apes yeah it all connects it all connects the seminoles and the Bengals. the stories connect you know yeah i'll send you a thing uh because i have like different shirts yeah thanks you know, brother we- i i would i will gladly i will glad we wrap it and i i'll buy whatever as well too man show send me some links i uh i will definitely check it out and uh tonight before you go to sleep make sure you uh you know get up get up at least a minute of some moonlight and let's absorb the sky together you know bro yeah man have a good one man appreciate you i appreciate you man i will talk to you soon talk Keep to you soon man i love all the uh all, all the posts and all the other interviews you've talked about scary monsters and good cryptids you're uh digging into some important research and we all need to play our part and raise the awareness that's out there man and keep playing your part it's you're doing important work and you're doing great work and i'm important i i I think it's incredible and important stuff and the stuff we do in this strange cryptid research gets slept on a lot by the mainstream world but just stay at it because you know it matters to the ones it matters to and I'll never, I'll never slow down. So you never slow down too, brother. Thank you. You're doing great work too. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Monster Legend Podcast. Hope you were able to find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. We also have our own website at monsterlegendpodcast.com. If you'll be so kind to please leave a review and subscribe and let me know what I can do to make this show better for you. If you have any stories you'd like to submit or you'd like to be a guest, send me an email or a DM. But I hope you do one thing that's really important and have a great day. Thank you. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.